Shall we please take our seats? Second Corinthians chapter eight. We are continuing our series on growing in grace. Amen. Some can sit down. Hallelujah. We are continuing our series on growing in grace. Say growing in grace. Now turn to somebody, welcome the person to this special Sunday service. Tell the person, get ready to be empowered. Get ready to be equipped. Get ready to be fed with the word of God. Amen. Amen. Shout glory. Oh, I say give the Lord a shout of glory. Mantoloko Tosh. So we are continuing a series on growing in grace. We talked about growing in grace. And we talked about, we first talked about humility as a major factor if you want to grow in grace. And then we talked about knowledge. Is that true? Right. Then we also talked about the throne of grace. Is that not powerful? Right. It's so powerful. Today we are talking about giving. Giving. So growing in grace into bracket giving. Amen. Say the word of God. Oh, the, are you in church? Say the word of God. Is God speaking to me? Say it again. Say the word of God. Is God speaking to me? Say I am who Christ is. I have what Christ has. I can do what Christ can do. I'm seated where Christ is seated. In heavenly place. I am a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Say it. Say I am a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Say the word of God is for my benefit. It's for my profiting. Now give the Lord a shout of glory. Now ask somebody, are you doing the word or are you just saying it only on Sundays? Ask somebody, ask somebody, ask somebody, are you doing, are you sure you're doing the word or you're only just talking when Papa says say it? Amen. Shout glory. So Second Corinthians chapter 8 from verse 1, we are reading from the CV. A CV is more clear. So when we talk about giving, we are talking about number one, giving yourself, write it down. Giving yourself. We say through giving. Giving. Amen. We are saying grace grows or multiplies or increases also through giving. So you want the grace of God to increase in your life. You want to experience ever increasing grace. That is the increase of grace without end. Is that not true? Ever increasing grace. Grace forever increasing. Eternally increasing. Then, you need to walk in humility. You need to walk in the knowledge of God's word. Knowledge of God. Knowledge of Christ. You need to also know how to find grace from the throne. Amen. And you also have to learn how to give. And under giving number A or number I. Giving yourself in service. Write it down. I'm going to be talking about these three things. So I or A, giving yourself in service. B, giving your substance. Giving your substance. C, giving to your man of God. 
Those are three important things under giving we'll be looking at. But I know we'll be looking at one or two today and then giving. We are talking about grace. Are we talking about grace? Yes, I said, are we talking about grace? Is that not powerful? Second Corinthians chapter 8 from verse 1. Are we all there? We are reading from CEV. We've been reading the King James. Amen. I want us to look at the CV. It looks like that one is more clear this time around. Is that not true? Is that not true? So it's my friends, we want you to know that the churches in Macedonia, do you see it there? My friends, we want you to know that the churches in Macedonia have shown others how kind God is. Mm-hmm. Although they were going through hard times and were very poor, they were glad to give generously. Is that there? Verse 3. They gave as much as they could afford. And even more, simply because they wanted to. Verse 4. Is it, is, it, is it clear there? They even asked and begged us to let them have the joy of giving their money for God's people. Uh-huh. And they did more than we had hoped. They gave themselves first to the Lord and then to us, just as God wanted them to do. Verse 6. Titus was the one who got you started doing this, doing this good thing. So we begged him to have you finish what you have begun. Verse 7. You do everything better than anyone else. You have stronger feet. You speak better and no more. You are eager to give and you love us better. Now you must give more generously than anyone else. Is that powerful? Verse 8. It says what? I am not ordering you to do this. I am simply testing how real your love is by comparing it with the concern that others have shown. Is that not powerful? So real love gives. Write it down. Real love gives. God is not looking for those who use him. God is looking for those who love him. Is that not true? It's true. So take us back to verse 4. So if you want the grace of God to increase on your life, you want the grace to increase on your life, you want to see an ever-increasing grace where the works of God is multiplied, the works of the Spirit is multiplied in your life, where you can see productivity in your life, or where you can enjoy great accomplishments through the supernatural acts of the Spirit. Or through the outworkings of God's spirit and power. You want to see that. Then you must learn to give yourself in service. Amen. Amen. Giving yourself in, in service is not an option. It's a necessity. It's a must. Write it down. Giving yourself in service to the Lord. Giving yourself in service to the Lord is not an option. It's a necessity. For the multiplication, for the increase of grace. It's a necessity. Giving yourself in service. That means that you are fully committed to God's work. You are fully committed to serving in the house of God. You are fully committed to everything that concerns God. Did you hear what I said? When you are born again, you don't own yourself. When you are born again. No Christian owns himself. Say it after me. No Christian 
owns himself. Once you get born again, you have a new owner. Jesus is your owner. When you say Jesus is the Lord of your life, it means that he is the new owner of your life. He owns your body. He owns your spirit. He owns every, every aspect of your being. He owns your, your time. He owns your strength. Did you hear what I said? So once Jesus becomes the new owner of your life, or the Lord of your life, He's the new owner. So we ought to live our lives in service to Him. We ought to live our lives in service to Him. We ought to prove to Him that for real, He is the owner of our lives. It's not just saying, Jesus is the Lord of my life. No. And we do that by giving ourselves, by committing ourselves to serving. Committing yourself to serving. Everything that concerns God's plan and agenda concerns you. You did hear what I said? So you, you think about God's plan. And it becomes part of your plan. What is God's agenda within the church? What is God's agenda within the body of Christ? What is His plan? What is His current plan? And then as a Christian, you flow with that plan. Come on, shout glory. So he said that they even asked and begged us to let them have the joy of giving their money for God's people. Uh Verse 5. And they did more than we had hoped. They did what? They did more than we had hoped. It says they gave themselves first to the Lord. They gave themselves first. So giving yourself to the Lord doesn't just mean that you are born again. You are born again. When we say, I surrender all. I surrender all to Jesus. Is that not true? I surrender all to you. It's not a song. It's an act. I said what? Surrendering all is not a song. It's what? It's an act. So Christians sing, I surrender all to you. Meanwhile, their hands are lifted. They are not fully surrendered. You are looking for them for anything that has to do with church. They are absent. Yet they have surrendered all. Did you hear what I said? So when we say that you have given your life to or you have received Christ as the Lord of your life. When you say that, you have surrendered your whole being. The scripture says, for we have been bought with a price. We have been bought. You have been what? You have been bought with a price. It says, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit. So we have been bought. The one who has purchased us is the Lord Jesus. The Bible says we are his purchased possession. That means that we are not people who were just given to him for free. We don't belong to Jesus for free. He bought us. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? We don't belong to Jesus for free. He's bought us. By his resurrection, he's bought us. Shout glory to that one too. So it says we are his purchased 
possession or his purchased property or his purchased inheritance. That means that he has bought us. We no longer belong to ourselves. Did you hear what I said? So Paul in writing, let's go back to verse 1. We no longer belong to ourselves. You no longer belong to yourself. You don't belong to yourself. To live for yourself. You live to praise His glory. You live to praise His glory. You don't belong to yourself. Say, say, I don't belong to myself. I belong to Jesus. So we are His purchased property. He's bought us by resurrection. By his resurrection. He paid a great price. So that he could raise a family. That he could call his own. So now he calls us his own. And he expects us to live as such. So he says my friends. We want you to know that the churches in Macedonia have shown others how kind God is. The churches in Macedonia. So he's writing to the Corinthian church. He says they have shown how kind God is. Uh-huh, continue. Although they were going through hard times and were very poor, they were glad to give generously. They were glad to give generously. They were going through hard times. Yet they were glad to give. He's trying to draw attention that they did not have an excuse for not giving. When Christians always give an excuse why we can't come to church, why we can't come to church early, why we can't do things in the house of God, why I can't do the, any Christian who begins to give himself those kind of excuse and exempts himself from service, from commitments, and from all the, the, the responsibility, from responsibilities that are given to them. When you do that, you can't walk in extra grace. No. You can't walk in extra grace. You just stay at the grace for salvation. That level you'll be there. You can't increase in grace. Because you are not demonstrating that you belong to Jesus. After you are made in Christ, you ought to demonstrate it. Christianity is being made and being being able to demonstrate what you are made of. So when we say you are made the life of God, or you are made the authority of God, or you are made the son of God, or you are made this, or you are created as such, so I am born again, you are made the righteousness of God. After you are made, you ought to demonstrate it. For we are his workmanship. It is created unto, unto what? Created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God beforehand ordained that we should demonstrate. We should occupy ourselves doing. We should be busy doing. Good works. Say good works. Good works. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. Good works, say good works. So they were going through hard times, yet they gave. They said they gave generously. Then it says they gave firstly themselves. 
They did what? They gave themselves firstly to the service of God. They said we are all out for this outreach. We are all out for this program. They gave themselves. If you give yourself, you can tell your friend about a program that is coming up. True or false? You are giving. When you are withholding to tell your friends. Because you have not given yourself. There is no product you have given yourself fully to that you don't announce. True or false? There is no product that you have given yourself fully to. You know about a product you have given yourself fully. You say, I won't announce it. It will just be, be my, by only me. Have you seen some before? No, you tell others. Charlie, have you tried this product before? True or false? That's the same with the gospel. You tell your friends, we are having avalanche. Are you coming? We are having all night. Are you coming? When you are fully giving, you talk about what you are fully giving to. You talk about it. Whatever is your priority is what you talk about. Is that not true? You don't talk about things which don't really concern you. Do you talk about that? You only talk about things that concern you, that you are so passionate about. When you are passionate about something, and you are giving yourself to it, you will talk about it. When you are passionate about the things of the kingdom, you are passionate about the activities in the church, you are passionate about the programs coming up, you will give yourself to it. You can't be absent. You will tell others about it. They first gave themselves. They were looking for people to carry all the bags and all the bags of maize and all that that they were going to give. These people had given, the Macedonian church had given themselves. That's what he's talking about. So he says they first gave themselves. They gave out of hard times. I like this scripture because it doesn't say that you, they gave when things were convenient. So when you have convenient time, you give yourself. When you don't have convenient time, you can't give yourself in service. When it's convenient for you. When you get something out of it. See, we ought to program ourselves very well. We ought to program our minds very well. We ought to do what? As Christians. Christianity is not joking around at all. No. It's not being joking around at all and waiting to be pampered to two things. If they, they are pampering me, now I can do. Those times they were so wild. Papa was so wild on me, that's why I was not doing it well. Because we've not come to understand the love of God toward you. If you heard something, they shout hallelujah. hallelujah. So even in hard times, when they did not have the time, do you get what I'm saying? When they did not have the time, the whole week was booked for them, yet they were at midweek service. When they did not have the time, they still gave themselves. They made time to give themselves. They were glad to give generously. Verse 3. Is that not powerful? It says they gave as much as they could afford. And even more, simply because they wanted to. Did you hear what I said there? Did you see it there? Simply because they did what? They had made a decision. If you want to serve in the house of God, you have to make a decision. 
That regardless of what somebody does or does not do, regardless of whatever so, what somebody says or does not say, you've made a decision. It is not your friend that is encouraging you. It is not your pastor that is encouraging you. It's not your church member that is encouraging you. It's not your husband that is encouraging you. It's not your wife that is encouraging you. So today, won't you go and do sweep the church? Oh, no, no, today. No, 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 no. When you are fully given, you will do publicity. All your statuses will be full. In fact, every Sunday you will be getting, uh, uh, what do you call it? Points to just to write there. Is that true or false? When you are giving, when you are passionate about something, you go extra mile about it. So he's saying here that they went extra mile to give themselves. And they went extra mile to give their substance. They did not give excuse that I don't have to give. As I talk to you, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so down. You don't know. I've said it before. We went into giving your substance. You will be down. I said it when during the, the partnership meeting, right? I said that any person in this church who is still broke for the past five years is not a giver. You can test and see. You can test and see. It's not a giver. They don't give themselves. They don't give their substance. They have a reason why they can't give their substance. Is that not strange? I've said it before. That if you have a mentality that is, is this young man, brother Alfred, who has money because he's working in uh, 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 Russia somewhere, and another young man, brother Emmanuel, doesn't have enough money because he's a, just a, 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 a primary school teacher, and because of that, is those mentalities. Those are demonic mentalities. Those are what? It's a satanic mentality to enslave you. The satanic mentality to enslave you. You give yourselves. We are fully given. Say, I'm fully given. Because this, we don't belong to ourselves. Second Corinthians chapter 5. You come back here again. But take us to Second Corinthians chapter 5. Is that not powerful? Labadi aso otoli kapalada. Is that not powerful? Go to verse 14. So verse 12. Is that not powerful? Is that not powerful? You are fully given. No excuses. You say, I'm giving myself fully. No excuses. The day you said, I've surrendered all to him. You said it. I surrender all. You surrendered all. So if you still have something you've not surrendered, then you should go back and do a cross-examination. Is that not true? Maybe you were lying to yourself when you said you were surrendered. But if you are fully surrendered, you have surrendered. Say, I've surrendered. Give me the King James of that. Can you give me that? Is that not powerful? Go to verse 13. I'm looking for a particular scripture. Go to verse 14. It says, For the love of Christ constrains us because we are of the opinion. We thus judge. Who is on of an opinion? It says, We are of the opinion that if one died for all, then we're all dead. Mm-hmm. And that he died for all. Do you see there? If one person died for all, all were dead in that one person. And says he died for all. 
that they which live. Now when the scripture says they which live, it's referring to Christians. In the mind of God, the only people who are living are Christians. <laughs> Is that not strange? In the mind of God, the only people who are living are Christians. The word used for live there is to have life. So it says that, that they which have life should henceforth not have that life unto themselves, but to have that life unto the one who died and rose again. So he died for all that they which live, he's referring to the church, should not henceforth or should no longer live unto themselves. But to live unto him who died and was raised back to life. So we are living unto him. Like I said earlier, we belong to Jesus and we live unto Jesus. Your focus in life must be on Jesus. Your focus must be how the greatest you can do for him. Your goal in life. What is inspiring you must be this. I'm living for Jesus. Why do I want to be so great? For Jesus. Why do I want to be so rich and wealthy? For Jesus. Why do I want to own properties? For Jesus. Did you hear what I said? Because I belong to Jesus. If I belong to him, everything that I have belongs to me. Belongs to him. In fact, your body belongs to Jesus. Just before we are members of his body. We are members. We are body parts of Jesus. So on this earth, if you are looking for Jesus' body parts, it is us. You didn't hear that you shouted hallelujah to that. I don't have time to enter into that area. We are his instruments. We are what? His instruments. Until we stretch forth our hands, Jesus has never stretched forth his hands. Why? Because this is his house. We are his house. We are his temple. The temple of Christ is not a physical building or a physical structure. It's the body of Jesus, the church, us. So when we stretch forth our hands, Jesus has stretched forth his hands. Because he, he lives through us on this earth, through the Holy Spirit. When we touch money, that money belongs to Jesus. When you enter your shop, that is why sometimes people say, Papa, when will you come and do a dedication, something, something? I say, no, I don't have to come and do a dedication there. Because those, all those things are not bad, but they are coming from the religiosities of men. Over the years, passed down to the church, a body of Christ, from the, uh, what, Catholic to the Protestants, Ah, now it has come to the charismatic. Is that not true? It's not bad. I'm not against it. But there is a consciousness you must have. That Christ lives in you. There is a consciousness you must have. That you belong to Jesus. He owns you and owns everything that you have. Your mobile phone belongs to Jesus. That's why your status must be, Jesus is the Lord of my life. Not, uh, what? One day God will answer me. Status. Oh, something, 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 something. Is that not true? I said, is that not true? 
No. Your mobile phone is for Jesus. It must call people to church. It must win souls to church. Some of you don't do any status. All your status is your dressing you are showing. Change your style. Is that not true? It is not bad. But it depends on what you are doing. Is that not true? But if you belong to Jesus, as the scripture says, that we belong to him, that they which live should no longer live for themselves. Every decision you make, Jesus must be involved. It must be for Jesus. How will all these decisions that I'm making, how will it help the gospel? How will it help Jesus? How will it make people know that Jesus is the Lord of my life? Your marital decisions. That young girls, when you say, bring, 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 you say, you are going to say, come and show me, they can't show their boyfriend or their fiancé to you. They would rather marry a, a what? A native doctor who, who can put, who can do a sign than marry a Christian? Is that not strange? It's very strange. I've seen some people say, Bring me, they will never bring that boyfriend or girl. Never. Until they come and say, Papa, it's time for me to marry. They never want to. Why? Because they are not Jesus driven. They are not what? They are not Jesus driven. This world is such that you can flow with anything that you see. And you can be fully distracted as a Christian. Distracted. D-I-S. And still feel you are, you are on top. Until one day you realize that you lived your whole life for yourself. Even though you were a Christian. You live for yourself. You should examine yourself whether you are living for yourself. For your own selfish interest. Or you are living for Jesus. Everything you do is because of Jesus. A husband can be can live for himself. A wife can live for herself. Two of us. But if two of you come together to live for Jesus, you have a good home. No matter how it begins. I didn't hear glory to that one. Some marry and they are living for their parents. They are married, but they are living for their parents. Is that not true? You can't be married and be living for your parents. You are married, but you are living for your parents. It's everything your parents tell you to do that you are doing. It's everything your parents tell you. You Once your husband says that he's useless, but when your parents say he's useful, you are getting yourself into some kind of trouble that probably can't solve. That is the same with Christianity. We are one with Jesus. You can live for yourself. But if you live for yourself, you'll never see the grace of God mighty upon your life. You can see your effort. Many people can see their effort. You can't point this thing to grace. This is God at work. This is God who did it. You look at your life. Which one of you can you point at this one is God who did it? (laughs) If you don't have any, since you are living for yourself, you should check. The one you can look and say, oh, this one is God. I didn't even know how it happened. This is God's work. You look and say, oh, this one is God's work. Oh, is that not powerful? So they died for that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but to live unto him which died for them and rose again. Say, I'm living unto the Lord. Lord. So I said, your mobile phone belongs to the Lord. Your shoe belongs to the Lord. Your whole... (laughs) Is that not strange and powerful? 
we have come to a particular stage where Christians are so selfish. Christians have become so selfish. It's because of ignorance. Because of what? Ignorance. When you understand salvation, when you understand when he says he spared not his son. If he spared not his son. Did we talk about that in the partnership meeting? He says if he spared not his son. But delivered him for us all. And you come to understand that Jesus, God did not spare his son because of me. He could have spared him. But he did not spare his son. And delivered him for me. So that today I can wear good suits. Is that not true? And walk in his kind of life. And even have hope. Hope for now. And the time to come. He spared not his son. And you can't spare your time. It means you don't understand it. Did you hear what I said? You can't spare your, spare your resources. You don't understand it. You can't spare your strength. I'm so tired today. I'm so tired. If Papa will cancel this meeting for me. I'm so tired. It's very important. So giving yourself to God in service increases grace. Giving yourself to God in service I preach doing the sincerity of our love. The sincerity of our love. You can, you can get that message. The sincerity is one, two, three. So powerful. And effectuating the Abrahamic blessing. Effectuating the Abrahamic blessing. You can never walk in the Abrahamic blessing if you're not giving yourself. You can give yourself to your workplace and be there and be there and be there and be there and be there. And be there. But you can never walk in the Abrahamic blessing. See, I say it, I say, salary is more than Abrahamic, salary is different from Abrahamic blessing. When you see sources that you can't explain, when you see opportunities that you can't explain, when you see opportunities that is beyond you, not a, 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 a opportunities that are beneath you, opportunities that are beyond you, you see the blessing at work. Abraham gave himself first. He said, leave your father's house. Unto a, a land that I will show you. You can get that message. Effectuating the Abrahamic blessing. I just preached it about two, three weeks ago. In a Wednesday service. Some of you don't even listen to any message. You don't care whether it's message or not. But you say you are working ever increasing grace. <laughs> Is that not true? When we look for comments, we don't see your name there. We don't see your anything there. You don't have time to listen to messages of the man of God. You don't have time. Do you have time? You don't have time. Strange. Is that not strange? When I become great, I've said it before, don't envy me. I've said it, I've said, I'm saying it so that you can keep it record, keep the record there. When the whole world is after me and I mention Pastor Prince, Pastor Prince, Pastor, do you know that Pastor Prince? Don't envy me. When somebody brings me a jet, don't envy me. Did you hear what I'm saying? Because I'm doing what to make the jet come. I'm doing what will make me take over the world. And I'm showing you what to do so that by the time I'm taking over the world, you're also taking over your own world. You can choose to follow. Is that not true? Bishop Barry Depot says, if you are interested, you are choose to follow. Giving yourself in service, full dedication, increases grace. 
increases grace. So important. Whenever you see yourself giving excuses, whenever you see thoughts come today, don't go to church, don't go, don't go. Those are demons. Oh, are you not even tired? Ah, the distance, the distance. Are those thoughts from the Holy Spirit? No, are those thoughts from the Holy Spirit? Is that those thoughts are demonic or they are selfish? He says, if you live unto yourself, you shall die. You have eternal life. It means that you must not die. Is that not true? When you, when you go to heaven, you go, you've passed into heavens. Is that not true? You must not die. But he says, if you live unto yourself, you shall experience death. Shall experience corruption. Shall experience disappointment. Sometimes we don't even have to pray about disappointment. All the things we pray. That's what, last time I said, I said the church is at a very baby. In fact, the church is so baby. We are at a baby, baby stage. Where every Christian is just needing us to pray. Man of God, pray for me. Tomorrow, man of God, pray for me again. Is the man of God, pray for me. Because we've decided not to do scriptures. We've decided not to do what? To do scriptures. We've decided not to act on the scriptures. You give yourself reason why not, you don't have to go to church. But you, when it is time, you have a problem. You can come to church. I've seen Christians who come to church, this church, because of problem. They came, ah, yes. Because their problem has to be solved. I think you should listen to the message I preached the last time. Not to the communication of giving. It's so powerful. Oh, you should listen to the messages. Oh. <laughs> I'm listening to my own messages. That's not true. Because they are born of the Spirit. They are not ordinary messages. You have to listen for your own self, for your own growth. To be fed. To be able to live right. You live right. You live the way God wants you to live. In the scriptures, we are shown how to live. As Christians. We are not born again to live any, anyhow. And then one day go to heaven. Two of us. We live unto Christ. We live a pure life. We live a sacrificial life. We live for Jesus. Everything that is Jesus' own is my own. I may not even know that man of God on the social media. But he's, from the time, from the way he's preaching and all that, you can see that he has worked with the Lord. I can't comment under. This is fake. All of these things are fake. Some of you are here like that with your, in your minds. You want God to bless you. Yet every man of God is fake. You are the only genuine one. Is that not true? Show us what you have done with your genuity for the Lord. Didn't he say it? Show us your works. James said it. He said, if you have faith, show your works. So let us see your genuity. People will say, this man of God is fake. What have you done? While the man of God is false, what have you done for the Lord? That you can bring it out. When we pass it through fire, it can still stand. Some of you have not even reached a stage where your words can pass through fire. If it passes through water, you know, say fire. Come on, shout glory. glory. Is that true or false? When you are commenting, that's why I don't trust this man of God. They are all false. They are all after our money. They are all, uh, there's a name they give to all of them. Say all kinds of things. You see millions of millions on a particular platform. A man of God, men of God, they are describing and deciding on men of God's feet. This man of God has two jets. This is, uh, as a, this man of God, Jesus did not have a jet. People did not have a jet. They are doing analysis. Are these things not strange in this time? Why am I telling you? Because some of you are born again, you join them. Because you are the one who call a man of God. For you can call anybody a man of God. You can even anoint them. So you join. Is that not strange? 
It looks like I'm talking, right? Am I not talking? The day God will call you to ministry, that day you understand ministry. That day. <laughs> See, people who talk about what men of God, do you know what it means for, for a person to stand with five people until it become 500? Do you know what it means? Do you know the force behind that? Do you even know the sacrifice behind that? <laughs> so why you see people talking so shame that they've never won one soul before? They've never asked, started church before? They've never spoke to anybody about Christ before? They only saw the results of somebody's works. After 30 years in ministry, the person has five jets and then it has become your major, uh, what do you call it, topic to talk about. After 30 years. Do you know what it means to do ministry for one year? Some of you, I can call you if you like. I can just practice with some of you just for one month. You run with your slippers. <laughs> one prophet said something. He said somebody came to you. He said, man, oh God, you, are so, you, are so, you have become so big. Hey, you people are enjoying, you know. He said, okay, come and see me on Wednesday. The guy came. He said, when you can pack all your things, come. I'm enjoying my home. There are drinks, there are juice, everything. He says, three men, they came. Three boys like that. He brought them to a room. He locked the door. Say, put your bags here. For the next three weeks, we are praying and fasting. No food, just water. After three days, they ran away. See, the boys were begging for their lives. The boys were begging after three days. Say, this is the enjoyment you are seeing. You can't pay the price. You want to just see, you see glory. There's a price to pay. Ministry, there's price. You don't know. One day, I'll tell you about men of God. That's what I'm talking about. I'll be talking about giving them to a man of God. You don't know what... what when you, when you see a man of God sitting in his chair like that, he's laughing. He's laughing on a lot of things. He's laughing on dis, disloyal people. He's laughing on disappoint, disappointments. He's laughing on a, a vision that has not yet be, been realized. He's laughing a lot of things. He's laughing on what? A lot of things. Until you, some of you can't even pray for an hour. Past Christians can't pray for one hour. You say pray for an hour, you sleep. You are praying one to two, you sleep, you, you sleep off and go back to talk about a man of God. Are you not scared? If I ask you, when was the last time you prayed for three hours continuous? Just only three hours. Three hours is the least you can go. Is that not true? It's the least. In fact, Jesus went, came, went, came, went three times. He said, you people, it's okay, sleep. Three hours is the least a Christian can go. It's the least. If I say, right now, we are going three hours, it's nine o'clock. By twelve something, we are cl- we'll close and go home. You will be shocked. Some of you will go and come and act as if you are thirsty and all that. <laughs> you see, people don't know what ministers go through. People don't know. That's why I say they gave themselves to the Lord and to the ministers. When the minister calls you, you are there. Some people only think that it's only when they have, I was looking for a job. If the man of God prays and I get a job, and those, that is a selfish thought. It's selfishness in demonstration. If the man of God ministers to me, ministers to me, and I get a job, then I can now give myself. You are a liar. Anybody you hear who says, if God does this for me, that is when he's a liar. You can, if you can do it, do it now, before even God does it. <laughs> I've heard people who say that if God does it for me, I'll be the one to do this, this, this. When it happens, they'll now be giving you stories. But I have about hundreds of them. Two or four. The stories arise immediately, testimony come. 
my family, you don't know. I'm the one to pay my children's school fees. I pay my family's school fees. I pay my this school fees. You don't understand, man of God, sir. You don't understand. It's not that we don't want to. <laughs> Look, is that two of us? <laughs> Psalm 35, verse 27. Is that not strange? You say, you don't understand, man of God, sir. You don't understand, sir. Allegi. You want to, you want to have bonus and abundance before you can give. You say, oh, the money I get is thousand Ghana cities. If it is five thousand, then I can give. But if it's thousand Ghana, in fact, it's not even, it is because it is not enough for you that you must give. It's not because it is enough. When it is enough, you don't have to give. You are sufficient, you are all sufficient then. Two of us. It is when it is not enough, when you calculate your money and it is not enough, you give it. You give out of that calculation that is not enough. That is, that is real Christianity. That is, I'll show you something. Say, show, show us, sir. People don't understand. It is when you see your time. There is no time available. In fact, when you look at the slot for the week, there is no time. That is when you have to even give time. If you have the time you are giving, it's not sacrifice. It's out of pleasure. Who told you God wants you to give out of pleasure? He wants you to give out of pressure. There's a difference. God wants you to see that I have my certificate there and say, certificate, get inside the box. You are not working. We are going to win souls. Then he says, this is pressure, man. <laughs> it's not out of pleasure, out of... When we talk about giving, people say, giving their... I'll enter into a scripture right now. It's so funny. They say, man of God likes those who give. Some people even say, man of God, they love... As I say, Jesus never entered a poor man's house. You are the only first poor man you are, who is expecting Jesus to enter your house. Go read the Gospels well. He never entered a poor man's house. He told you, you've not listened to the message. Have they listened, Pastor Red? If not, that is why. Sorry, I'm quiet. Go back. Listen to effectuating the blessing. Listen to the communication of giving. That's what we are training people. Is that not true? Jesus never, have you done the, the search? By Godwin, you've done the search? Huh? You've done the search? Is that true or false? Jesus never entered the poor man's room and stood there. He loved the poor. But he didn't enter their room. Do you know why? Because when he sent the disciples, he told them, when you go, go to a house where you can be fed. When you enter the place, make sure you eat. Can I give you that scripture? Luke chapter 10, go there, you see. Matthew chapter 10. And Luke chapter 10, check it's there. When he was sending his disciples, he called them two by two. I've said, I said that Poverty is a curse. Write it down. It's a curse. Poverty is a curse. Did you hear what I said? If I know that I can't fast myself into prosperity, I won't fast because of prosperity. If you see me fasting, I'm fasting because of certain things, but not prosperity. We don't fast for prosperity. We don't pray for prosperity. We don't pray for the blessings to manifest. Father, bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. Bless me. Sunday of blessings. Bless me. Bless me. Praying in tongues. Those all, that's what I say, all your prayer points. Sometimes, sometimes you must bring me your prayer point. Let me remove some, slot some out. It will help you to know how to pray well. Is that true or false? Oh, do you love what I'm teaching you? You are getting tired already. Because it has to do with giving. Some people say the man of God is after our money. If he's not after our money, how will God be after your money too? How will God be interested in your money? 
We're not going to after your money. Let them be after your money to help you. Is that not true? <laughs> is that strange and powerful? Poverty is a curse. Poverty has never made an impact. I've said it before. You can't make impact as a poor person. No matter your ideas, they will stay with you. No matter your ideas, you are looking for somebody who has enough wealth to support those ideas. What if you have that wealth? Is it possible for you to work in wealth for the sake of the gospel? Yes. But have you given yourself first? If you have not given yourself and we entrust you with wealth, or the Holy Ghost says, take this kind of wealth. That next, that next hour, your phone will be switched off. Pastor Obed will look for you until the trumpet sounds. You will know where you've passed again. So why will God entrust somebody who has not given himself with wealth? You've not given yourself in service. We are looking for you for church. You are not there. We are looking for you for anything. You are not there. You are giving excuse. You are giving excuse. You say, I work in Bank of Ghana. We don't have time in Bank of Ghana. I work in Bank. You don't know what happens in Bank of Ghana. We don't have time, Pastor. You don't know. Meanwhile, there are pastors who work in Bank of Ghana. Do you understand what I'm saying? And you say, I don't have time. Don't have time. Oh, in the Bank of Ghana, every day we are having meeting. Meeting upon meeting. Aleto Okodosh. Is that not true? Let them shout for joy. So what did I say? Poverty is a curse. Deuteronomy chapter 28 is under the curses that was mentioned. Blessed shall thou be in the city. Blessed shall thou be in the fruit of the womb. Blessed shall thou be in messages. Blessed, blessed, blessed. True or false? Then it's curse. So even your land will be so cursed. Even your animals will be, there will be so, so, so much scarcity in your life. When you turn around, you don't know what to do. It's a curse. God wants his children to work in well for the sake of the gospel. Anybody who says that a man of God must not preach prosperity, anybody, ask the person whether he has gone on TV3 before to pay for 30 minutes. See, people talk based on nonsense. And sometimes, when of God, we don't talk. So, people to social media, social media, making noise. People are saying, you don't understand, you don't understand. I'm talking about Ghana. I'm not talking about satellite. I'm talking about Ghana TV station. I'm not talking about satellite. You have to pay over $60,000 or euros to be on a strong. Just for 30 minutes. That amount of money, if I can calculate all of you, your salaries here. It won't be, it won't reach. So when I, I'm talking about prosperity, I'm not talking about that salary of 7,000. Don't bring your mind that you are rich because you are taking 7,000. That's nonsense. That's what? It's nonsense. Please, you don't understand what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about 7,000 and 5,000 salary and all that. That 7,000 can go on TV3 only once, one for 30 minutes. And then it's ended or twice. TV, you can check. Or city TV. You can check that. Even radio stations. You can try it and see. To get the gospel to that is Ghana. I'm not talking about beyond Ghana. So imagine how much money is pumped into reaching out to people all over the world. As I said, even the where is this camera? This camera alone, alone was about uh, over twenty thousand Ghana cities. This camera standing there, as you see it there, you see it there. It will take some of your salaries of about five months to get this salary to come to this church. If we are waiting for you, some is one year. So if somebody is on social media, oh, this man of God is not genuine. Ah, that man of God is genuine. Ah, this man of God. Look at his suit he's wearing. 
It's a suit. Ah, look at them. And you also say, oh, it is true. That's why I've stopped going to church. All these church people, they are all charlatans. They're pastors. Is that not what they say? When we give our offerings to them Which organization doesn't thrive on other people's money? Tell me No, tell me which organization doesn't The government needs our taxes, two or false And our chase, don't they thrive on also our taxes? That we should pay tax SNIT needs our SNIT, two or false Is that not money? What are you talking about? Well, they have organizations need sponsorship money So which organization, your organization you are working with Don't they also need people's money To survive? Is this the first time things like that is happening? When we come to hospital, don't we pay? Look, don't we pay for hospital bills? Is it not a service you've rendered? Do we say because you're a, good, you're a good doctor, so it's free? So is the man of God also rendering, not rendering a service? No, is he not rendering a service? You have to pay me. All this preaching and preaching, when I finish, you bring me a seat to prepare you for a life without limitations. <laughs> is that not true we have had issues people who have stayed in the room got a job here some have got it some even when they get pregnant they don't want to associate it with the church so that we say they should say a testimony one time when we was praying for somebody and praying 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 one time some years back somebody who was pregnant another was praying and one that was praying praying, praying and I was like why are you praying like that so we have to pray. I said, are you the one who got the person pregnant? <laughs> Go and check the husband. My son is asleep. Man of God is praying for safe delivery. Husband who gave that baby out is asleep. <laughs> are these things not strange? Sometimes I wonder why <laughs> you wonder why a man of God should live for people like that. True or false? He is the one who is called fake because he bought a Mercedes Benz. <laughs> Left to people alone, a man of God should be on a bicycle. When he's coming to church, he should be on a bicycle. He says, let them shout for joy and be glad. That favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the... See, all the monies you see, they are all monies in circulation. They are all monies in circulation. I forgot you on my account. I have taught you something here. They are all monies in circulation. All the, uh, 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 what do you call it? All the monies you see, they are monies that has been released from people's pockets in circulation. True or false? All the, there is no money that is created in your room. Do you create money in your room? <laughs> Come on, shout glory. One of the problems with the Ghana church it's when God blesses them, they think first about their family. That's one of the problems with the Ghana church. Once God blesses them, they remember all the extended families. They remember all the, the blessing came from God. They remember all the people's scriptures they couldn't pay those times where they, 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 they were not there. And then now they are there, so we have to pay all the scriptures. It is not bad. You want to support your family. But the point is, before you do all of that, do what you have to do for God first. I've said it over and over. What belongs to God is first. If it's your tithe, it's first. Am I telling you something? God can never be secondary to you. And you are giving excuse. You say, oh, it's not God that is taking. It is, it is the man of God that is, is taking it. Is it God who appeared on your head to give you the job? He appeared on your certificate. Is it God? 
What is that in all your troubles? You don't stay in your room and say, God, do it. You say, I'm going to see this man of God. Why do you do that? Why is it that when your pregnancy is overdue, if it's uh, one year, you are still having pregnancy in your stomach, it's nine months, they've not done the surgical operation. I'm afraid of surgical operation. You know, you run to a man of God. Most people run to, true or false? Man, let me tell you, no matter the intelligence of man, you, you, you can say, oh, also me, I'm an atheist. Men will always need God some way, somehow. You may decide not to go for it. But you always, at a point in time, need something that can solve an issue that nobody can solve. Did you hear what I said? It's important. So, demo, I'm trying to tell you, demonstrate your love for the Lord. Let it be clear. God wants to see lovers in his church. Not plenty talkers. And users. God give me. God give me. God give me. It says, let them shout for joy and be glad. That favor my righteous cause. Those who do what? Favor my right. Those who have interest in God's cause. God's righteous cause. God's cause is a righteous one. There are other purposes and causes that are unrighteous. True or false? Like ISIS. It's an unrighteous cause. And all those Boko Haram. Yet they are fully sponsored and funded by people and organizations. They are unrighteous causes. How can you be interested in putting your money in a, a particular purpose that will kill men? Even some, some when you, when you, you study, some, some medications and all that are unrighteous causes. I read an article about a medication that was given to some group of people in Kenya, was it in Kenya? In Kenya. And that, that, that article, that, that drug or that whatever vaccination, whatever it is, was to sterilize the ones coming. And the Catholic Church was fighting against it. And the ministers were pushing because it was money that was coming. You know, you check, you can check Google and you see it there somewhere in 2014. But people are sponsoring bad things. That's what I'm trying to say. He says, let them shout for joy. Let them shout. So if you have God at heart, God is your interest above every other thing. He says, when you wake up in the morning, you shout, glory! Let them shout for joy. And be glad. No matter the news you hear, you are glad. So have you heard that they are reducing our salaries? You just give the person a high five. Go ahead. Says, what is wrong with this young man? You are seeing things they are not seeing. You are seeing the manifestation of the word. Says, let them shout for joy. Let them be glad. Those that favor. Those that show interest. Those who are concerned. Those who are driven by my righteous cause. And let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified. That's what they should be saying. Not these charlatans we are giving the money to. He says, don't say that. Say, let the Lord be magnified. Which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. God has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. True or false? Read throughout the scriptures. Nobody walked with God and was broke. Read it. Can we start reading? <laughs> Come on, shout glory. glory. Enoch was not broke. Was he broke? Even Adam was not broke. 
He had a garden before. He said, was not broke. Enoch was not broke. Was he broke? No, was Noah broke? Was Abraham broke? Even Lot was not broke. Who else? Job was Job broke. With all his insurrection, he still came out successful. True or false? Uh, who, uh, what should I mention again? What else should I say? Was Daniel broke? Was David broke? Even Saul, with all his dis- dis- disobedience, was he broke? You read throughout the scriptures. So when you see people saying, it's very important. We are talking about God's righteous cause. The gospel is very free. But when it's going to men, it is not free. Do you understand what I'm saying? And your interest must be how to see the blessings of God greatly in your life for the sake of the gospel. That's your mind. I want to be so blessed. I want to be so big. I want to be so rich. I want to see the blessings of Abraham. Abraham was rich in gold and in cattle. Why should I not be rich in gold and cattle too? Do you understand what I'm saying? For the gospel. I want to be the one to partner with this ministry. I want to sponsor this thing. I want to sponsor that. It is not, it's not that we don't have a lot of things to do. Don't we have a lot of things to do? We can even say we are writing articles. We won't close our eyes. We write it right now. Two of us. And distribute it for free all over the streets. We can. We can do a lot of things. But it depends, it depends on the in, your interest. If your interest is in the Lord, is for the Lord, your life is fully given to the Lord, every other thing follows. And when you do that, God grants you the grace to experience prosperity for His sake. It is not all Christians that will enjoy prosperity. It is not all Christians. Most Christians will be so broke till the rapture happens. Most too will be prosperous depending on the principles you engage in. Giving yourself is first. Tell somebody, giving yourself is first. Those who favor is righteous cause. Go to this scripture also. Is that not powerful? Who caught what I said? So do I feel like just talking to you? Luke chapter 9 verse 23. So I'm fully dedicated to God. Somebody must not wake you up and say, I want to go to church today. I mean, of course, there are certain lines you have crossed already. Are you a baby? <laughs> well, Lash, are you a baby? We are waking you now to say, I want to go to church. Your neighbor is now waking you or your neighbor is going and he's knocking and saying, oh, I'm sorry, I'm And say, okay, okay. You! Are there no Christians like that? Yeah. Oh, am, am I talking to somebody here? Yeah. You must now remind you that it's Sunday. So, to some Christians, Sunday is a holiday. True or false? They are washing on Sunday. When you go, they run away to go and hide. Because it is Sunday. Some of you, when it's Sunday, you can sleep, you oversleep and come late. When it's Monday, you wake up at 5. You say, oh, Papa, you don't know. It's my work. Listen to me. If you don't change, you'll be broke until Archbishop lays hands on you. You'll still be broke. I'm not telling you as a case. I'm telling you as a principle. There are principles. It is like, I go to, I come to your hospital and you give me medicine, medication. And then I put it on the table and say, I'll be free. Don't worry. It's a principle. You have to take it. You have to drink it. You can't put it on your head. And you are walking and say, my head, it could go. Paracetamol on your head. Is that possible? It's like standing over there and saying that I'll enter the church. It's not possible. You have to walk. Is that true? Unless you have vanishing powers. That one is different. That's supernatural vanishing. Is that true of all? So there are principles 
that you must follow. If you want God to show interest in your life, it's not enough praying. The Christians are just taught to pray, pray. Prayer is good. As good as prayer is. God's principles are important. You can't, you can't break laws and say, oh, it will still work. Is that true? If you think what I'm saying is a lie, remove your SIM from your phone and use it to make a call. <laughs> you have to have a SIM. True or false? Bishop Edward said something many years ago. He said, you can't, he was teaching, he said, Look at the staircase here. You can't stand here and say, I'm at the top. You are here. You can't stand here and be at the top. Is that true? You have to climb to the top. What we are doing as a ministry is climbing. By the time we are at the top, it's either you are there or you are still there. You are there. That down there, you are still there. Calculating the cars that are parked. You can be in church. You know you can be in church for 20 years and you, you have nothing, nothing to show. I've seen Christians for church 20 years have nothing to show. Some in the same ministry have a lot to show. We've seen where about one person can share about five testimonies. And somebody says, I've been in the church for five years, nothing to show, to the point where you have become a Judas. You are speaking to people wrongly about the church. Oh, leave them. These people, they have after money. Oh, this one. After money. You are in the church. You have become a Judas. Because you've not seen anything. Others have seen and gone. And you've not seen anything. You can't say, this is God's goodness in my life. Because whilst people were engaging in the principles, Papa says we should meditate. They were meditating. Listen to message. They were listening. Now some of you, if I ask you what I, I, I shared last week, Sunday, is free. But I should ask right now. It may, we may end at where? Is that true? If I ask you, should I ask right now? You'll be shocked. But you were in church. You don't remember nothing. Do you remember something? Who remembers something? Some of you don't remember anything. But you were in church. You see, you cannot... See, I don't know how to, how to make you know how God is again. <laughs> is that not true? I don't know what to say again. You can't throw God's word aside and expect God to do something. I don't, I don't know what is he going to do on. What? <laughs> you are like a lawyer who has thrown the constitution away and is going to stand and say, I'm going to judge. How will you judge without constitution? Without manual? If you are hearing what I'm saying, shout glory. glory. I said, Luke chapter 9, verse what? Take everything that concerns God serious. Let whatever concerns God be first. Now, some of you have never been to midweek service. You don't know what it means. You don't even know what we are doing. You don't even care about what you are doing. But you are always the first to also go and say, Oh, after they prayed for me, I didn't even see anything. After they prayed for me, uh, they prayed for me. Oh, if it's only prayer that way, we all stay in our rooms and be prayed for. <laughs> Is that not true, Abi? It's only prayer, so you just stay in your room and pray. Maga, 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 the whole year. Alegodosh, malagadosh. You must walk the walk. You must do what? So walk the walk. Luke chapter 9. I said, Luke chapter 9, verse what? Is that not powerful? Verse 20. But okay, let's read from verse 3. This is where, now we go to 23 right now. And he said unto them, Take nothing for your journey. Neither, he, was, he was sending them. From verse 1, you can see they were sending them. Neither 
staffs nor script, neither bread, neither money, neither have two coats apiece. Even take one coat. Don't have two coats. Let's continue. Is that not true, Bazobed? And whatever house you enter into, there abide and thence depart. Uh-huh. And whosoever will not receive you when you go out of that city, shake off the very dust from your feet for a testimony against them. Uh-huh. And they departed. Go to, go to Matthew chapter 10. We'll come back to Luke chapter 9 verse 23. Go to Matthew chapter 10. I think I should get it there. Is that not true? Because of the differences in the accounts. If you are in church, shout glory. glory. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm trying to provoke you. What I'm telling you is a provocation unto good works. It's what? Provocation. The scripture says that we should provoke one another unto good works. So anybody who comes to you and say, I don't think I saw the no coming man. Oh, I will come to you and say, I don't think. And it's not provoking you unto good works. It's rather provoking you to, unto bad works and all of that. Tell that person, live my life. It's very important. We are supposed to provoke one another, to inspire one another unto good works. To good works. Why are you not in church today? No, 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 no. You can't give us an excuse that we are not coming to church. It's because of that. No, no, no. Come to church. You have to be in church. You can't. That's not what the Bible teaches. That's what we tell somebody. It's not the right thing to come to church. Ah, me da bugusu. Oh, next week you debra. Sorry. Nadia, fire you now. Is that not strange? I'm correcting some of you. Medabro, so I overslept. You oversleep on a Sunday. You never oversleep on a Monday. Some of you wake up 5 o'clock, 5.30, 4.30, sharp. True or false? But when it's Sunday, you wake up at 8. You say, ah, but does that also concern Papa? It concerns me. Because I'm waking up at 8, the Holy Ghost has seen it. So I'll put you on this floor and step on you. And say, bring the, that water there. Let me pour on you. You go home wet. Your life will remain the same by the end of the year. You are making our prophecies ineffective because of your own belief. Is that not what it says? It says the word that was, pre- the word that was preached to them did not profit them. That's Hebrews chapter 4. It says the word that was preached to them, it isn't the word was not efficacious. Or the word was not what? Effective. Says the word that was preached to them says did not profit them. What was, why was the word preached? Did I preach that recently? Did I preach that recently? In the Wednesday service. Says the word that was preached to them did not profit them. Because they did not mix that word with faith in them that heard it. So they heard the word, there was no result. They say, oh, the word doesn't have power. Oh, the grace is taught in the church. Oh, the day is... It says the word that was preached did not profit them because they did not act on it. They heard me. How many of you have heard me say, listen to the messages? Listen, if you have not heard it before, lift up and let me see. You've never heard Papa say, listen to the messages. You've never heard it. But has it profited you? Because you mingle that word you heard with faith. Faith is acting on what you hear. So you didn't used to come to church. That's at the basic level of explanation of faith. You know, you, you don't used to come to church, you are like this. And I said, be dedicated. Faith is being dedicated. Nobody is calling you, but you come. Do you hear what I'm talking about? Since that word will now profit you. 
If you are there, shout glory. glory. As it will not profit you. But it will profit me. True or false? To profit me. Whether the economy of the whole nation crumbles or something. At the worst case, I'll be on the tree. By the time you come, I'll be on the tree somewhere. I'll be, I'll be consulting something. A higher force. Did you hear what I said? You've not entered into consultations before. You consult higher forces in the spirit. Have you consulted higher forces before? <laughs> Shout glory. Because I've come through my, through all the messages we are teaching, we have learned and all that and realized that God is our only source. No matter what happens, He can make any, He can furnish a table in the wilderness. So our, our minds are opened. Well, Alfred, is your mind not opened? Is it just one corner that you are looking at? But somebody who doesn't follow all these messages about blessing, never comes Wednesday, never also listens, only sees one source. Until he has become so broke of his giving, he gives money. But he's still broke. You can give money and still be very broke. <laughs> I've been giving, I've been giving. If I started giving many years ago. Papa said it. And I've been giving, I've been giving. I'm still broke. I've said, I say, if you, if you give the whole world, if you give the whole world, and you don't give yourself, it's useless. Is that not true? God gave man the whole world. True or false? Gave it to Adam. But he still ended up at the end of the day to give himself through Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. glory. Into whatsoever city or town you shall enter. Am I teaching you something? It looks like I'm playing, eh? This is a, these are things we do. These are things. Nobody on earth can tell me, me, standing here, that the world will not hear my voice. Nobody, in fact, even if demons, the Satan himself comes to sit on my chair. He will announce it to me. It has been decided in the heavens. It, it was decided many years ago through sacrifices. There are prophetic words over, over me in my head as I'm standing here. That can never fall. Never. I don't say that out of pride. I'm saying that out of con- personal conviction. Personal conviction. I'm saying that out of what? Personal, personal conviction. No, no, nobody can nobody can say otherwise. God has spoken. Who can say that it won't happen? You are you God. Even you, by the time you, you, you finish talking, you are already in heaven. You'll still be here doing it. Two of us. When you are walking with God and you're fully dedicated to God, there are a lot of things you don't pray. A lot of things you don't even think about. You are thinking about next what is the next plan so that we jump into it. What's the next plan? Some of the next plan can take five years before it is revealed, but you are still in it. Fully committed. Fully what? To God's cause, to church. You are just there. Before we started this ministry, we were still committed at Labon where we were committed. I was actually I don't have pictures now. I would have shown you some of the pictures I snapped in the church alone. Arranging chairs alone on a Sunday morning. We close at nine. By seven, I'm in church. Six thirty seven. There was no such thing as uh, this is not my church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All kinds of excuse. You come at uh, come at when? Nine eight thirty. There were some of us, some of the youth who were coming at eight thirty because you close at nine. So once they wake up, they bath, they come, it's 8.30, 9. 9, we'll close, then we we'll go home. 
So some people just decided that I'll come at 8.30. We were the ones to go to church. Sometimes we were the ones to open the church door. We took two keys and opened. And arranged chairs. And sat down. Sometimes you go and sit down. 30 minutes, nobody has come. One elder shows up. Another one shows up. We say we are doing Bible studies. We are there. I have pictures where I snapped alone in the church. Some I snapped with two people alone in the church. It's not today we are talking about dedication like, oh, Papa says we should sweep the church. And we've swept, have you not swept churches before? Me, I've swept church. The last time I said it, people, people won't watch the washroom. I'll come and wash it here. Let me be, come, let me come and wash the washroom. There are things that when you do, you never attract the blessings. There are things that when you do, even I've said, I said, if the day you hear that Papa P died at the age of 47, that day all the angels died with me. <laughs> it's not possible. It's not, it's not something we are praying. Long life. Oh Lord, Jesus. Hey, hey, hey. You hear one news. Hey, you hear Oh, we've gone beyond that. And how good that is. When you are so assured, you have so much assurance and confidence in the God you have been serving. You have assurance in the God you have been serving. It's not the God you've come to church to hear a, a, a message from. You have been serving yourself. That you can say, I've been serving God throughout my life. My life is fully dedicated. Everybody knows. When I was in Laboon, everybody knew my life was dedicated. Some people even thought I was useless. Why won't you be useless? When you love God so much, you become useless. You can see fishes and leave the fishes behind to go and follow one man called Jesus. Is that not true? It's like that. It's not today we started. I mean, it's not like a... That things, what I say it every time. Are you in church? You are in church, shout glory. glory. See, let me tell you the truth. Everything you see me preach, it's not a preaching topic to me. If I preach on faith, it's not a preaching topic. If I preach on love, it's not a preaching topic. If I preach on the Holy Ghost, it's not a preaching topic. If I preach on dedication, it's not a preaching topic. In fact, we have, we have been tried in it. We, have, we are still been working it. So we are not like... There are pastors who preach topics, two of us. Today we are preaching is dedication. Be dedicated, sir. But we are dedicated. We are what? Dedicated. Full dedication. Many years ago we started it. We've been dedicated. When we had no church, we were still dedicated, two of us. We will have church in discussion. Myself, Pastor Obed, one more me, Pastor Nana, and those who are, we have the pastor, we have discussion. We had church. <laughs> Oh, Doc, is that not true? I can have church with Dr. John alone. Two of us. Oh, I have church with a lot of people. Where two or three are gathered and I'm there. We just start sharing, sharing things. Two of us. Be committed. Don't tell us you are sick. That's why you are not committed. Be committed. If staying in the house will heal you, you would have been healed by now. Be committed. It is not the prayer of Papa that will heal you. Your commitment will heal you. So you shall serve the Lord your God. It shall, t- shall bless your bread and your water. It shall take sicknesses away. Do you have that video that I wanted you to play, Pastor Pastor hey, The guy is on, going on break. You are listening to his listening. <laughs> is that powerful? I'll let you play a message right now. And into whatsoever city or town you shall enter, inquire who in it is worthy, and there abide till you go dance. Uh-huh. And when you come into an house, salute it. Uh-huh. And if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. Uh-huh. Is that not powerful? And whatsoever, and whosoever shall not receive you 
nor hear your words when you depart out of that house or city shake off the dust of your feet uh-huh. is that not strange and powerful verily I say unto you it is more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah I'm looking for a scripture it looks like it's not here continue behold I send you as for the sheep in the midst of wolves no take us to verse 1 again let me, let me start reading again I don't know why I'm not seeing that scripture come on shout glory Amen. Very important. So it is not like we are preaching a topic to you. It is what we are living. We are telling you do the same. So that when you when you mention Jesus, you mention it twice. Do you know what I'm saying? Some of you mentioned Jesus about a hundred times. He didn't say when you mention five times, then God Jesus will show up. Is that what he said? He says that at the name of Jesus, everything should bow. It means one is enough. One Jesus is enough. To save you from whatever. <laughs> you didn't hear what I said. I shouted glory. glory. But when you mention that Jesus, you yourself, you are not serving him. You are born again. We don't see your works of service. Do we see your works of service? So I belong to Jesus. I am glad I belong to Jesus. <laughs> Shout glory. glory. We will pass over to look for this scripture. I go to uh, Luke chapter 9 quickly so that we don't waste all our time here. <laughs> look, at the, look for that scripture for me. Eh? Luke nine twenty three. If you are in church, shout glory. glory. Who is hearing something? I've said when we give you a responsibility in church, and we even take that responsibility, it's good to beg for it. We say we've made you a music leader. Say we have taken you are no longer music leader. Where you come, you stay anywhere, and you hear it. You don't know what has happened. You must please let me do the music leader. Or give me something to do. Let me do something. It's not a holiday. Oh, the one was even the leader of uh, what? I was LOF leader. The pressure was too much. Now that I've been removed, I'm not LOF leader again. Or whatever it is. Uh, ushering. I'm no longer ushering. Papa has even helped. I'm relieved now. All those times. Ah, you are relieved. <laughs> It says, blessed are those who die in the Lord. It says, for their works do follow them. I've said before, the only thing that follows your spirit and your soul to heaven are your works. All your, there are people who are buried in their Mercedes Benz here. It doesn't follow. It says, blessed are those who die in the Lord. They serve God. They serve God. They serve God. They are leaders. They are not pastors. They are leaders. They supported their leaders. The leader is going everywhere. They are supporting him. Wherever he goes, not even financially, they are standing with him. You can give your money and not stand with your man of God. Do you understand? That's what I'm talking about. Giving yourself first. They are standing with him. They are loyal. There are people who come and say, Oh, leave this man of God. Oh, this man of God is not even taking care of you. Oh, the man of God is like this, like that. You are loyal. I know there are people in the church who can never talk evil about me. Or my wife. There are people in the, there are people too in this church who no matter what you do, they will still talk. They forget it the day it ended. The day the testimony ends, they forget to go and talk. <laughs> Is that not true? They forget that same day. The same day, somebody comes and says, Ah, ah one moment is too no. Even Papa, I don't even understand. Ah, they join. It means that you are not dedicated to us. So you are not dedicated to the church. You are not dedicated. You can't be dedicated to God and talk about His servants that He has put you over. He has put me over the church. You are the church. I'm going to give an account of you, each one of you. When I call you and I, I rebuke you, you must be happy. 
You didn't say why did Papa hear this? You, even you, we talk, spoke about this thing in the room in the corner. Now Papa has heard. You see, when I rebuke, some people did something some years, but I rebuked them. They talked about me. I rebuked them. They begged me, Papa. I I heard it. I rebuked them. I remember where I was sitting when I rebuked them. I rebuked. I rebuked them. So you are talking about me. Oh, Papa, we are sorry, we are sorry, we are sorry, sorry. Till today, we've not talked about that incident again. We are sorry, we are sorry. That was all. There are some who said they are sorry among them. Some who said, Papa, we are sorry, sir. We, we didn't know what came. It's like, it was just a conversation. And all that. Who up to today engaged in that same conversation about me? They engage in that conversation, those conversations. They engage in conversation. All the things I've taught you, you can't talk about it. All the things I've, the things I've trained you. In the word, I, I said it on during the, the partnership meeting. I said, God is not sending us to just give you testimonies and miracles. No, God is after a church that we have grown. He has sent us to, Paul said it, said to feed the flock. So we are feeding the flock. Every man of God's priority must first of all to feed the flock, not to give you a baby. It's the Christian Christianity that has, has become like this. That it has become like everybody is running for testimony and after the testimony they don't know why they should go to church again. And then it's like, oh, now I've gotten a testimony. In reality, we are supposed to feed you. You are being fed so much that when you show up in your, your, your family house, they say this one is different. It's a Christian. Is that not true? So it's important. These things we are talking about dedication to God. Dedication Giving yourself to everything that concerns God. Giving yourself to the man of God. I said it before. I said there are people, some of you, you clean your tables, your apostles' tables on in, 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 in your workplaces. Some of you, you carry the, the, the dustbins. You are working in certain organizations. When it's 2 o'clock, 3 a.m., your boss won't come and tell you, be cut. But man, don't they do it within the church? They have not employed you to be a, 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 what do you call it? A cleaner. Yet you carry dustbins. Uh, what about dustbin? I went to the bank and saw a lady like that carrying dustbin. I was trying to say, ah, you are carrying dustbin. She was carrying dustbin. Then when she finished, she washed her hands to go and sit at the teller or somewhere where they sat. She was sitting there. And she was carrying dustbin to go and pour. I was shocked. I said, ah, most of them carry dustbin. But let's talk about dustbin carrying in the church. Once we close, everybody is so prim and proper with their bags. Jesus is Lord. The rest is Pastor Obed. Come and continue. Am I an usher? You are in church. You don't have anything you do. Nothing. You are not an usher. You are not a Bible. What? You are nothing. You are nothing. You may think that you are doing me. But you can't do me. Can you do me? You can't do me. Let's, let's talk practical. Let's leave all this uh, uh, grace that is making look like grace is something that if you don't do those things, you are here, you see a beam. No matter your suit you are wearing, you can carry that bin and throw it. Throw it. You are not big because you have a car. There are people who have bigger cars than you who are ushers in churches. I was in Lighthouse many years ago. One man who was in charge of Bank of Ghana, a whole boss in Bank of Ghana, he was, an, he was the chief usher. With young, young boys with him, with his gray hair. He was the chief. He knows what he's doing. Chief usher. You've not reached a stage where you can go to a shop and order for a, a, a tear rubber car that you can't carry a dustbin. So big. We said, we said, all the ladies, some, some of you ladies were walking around and Papa says, we, we should clean the, the washroom. And Papa says, we should, they, they, they. 
Pastor Fair, do you have that video there? The man's testimony. Play it right now. Put it on the board right now. Papa said we should clean the table. Papa said Sister Benedicta is the only one in charge. Even Papa has assigned it to Sister Benedicta. Is that all the truth? Papa has assigned it to Sister Benedicta in church today. How can you come and clean church yesterday and not come to church today? You should ask him what is also wrong with her. Two or false. Papa has given it to Sister Benedicta. Oh, it's Sister Benedicta's responsibility. Two or false. You clean your room. You clean your kitchen. You clean your washroom. You clean everything. We say mob church floor. It's so difficult. Yet you want twins. Papa prophesied the last time. It was 2014. He prophesied 2015. Again, he even prophesied again. Even the prophecy, I'm tired. They have prophesied that I'm tired. I'm telling you practical truths. I've said it. The first is not receiving prophecy. The first is giving yourself. He said they first gave themselves to the Lord and to the men of God. Now, I want you to watch this test, this it's very powerful testimony. Can we, can we go? Just listen to this testimony. This is an actor, a very known actor and a wife. Just watch the testimony. Have you seen that actor? Do you know he's a Nollywood actor? Okay, you watch and see. You think people are Nollywood, so they, they are carrying their bags around. That's Bishop Oedipo's church. The almighty Bishop Oedipo. He's one of my mentors, so I can play his video. I'm not scared. How many years? In a very wonderful way. Into the marriage, we discovered that my wife had multiple fibroids. There were so many that one surgery could not take. Round of answer prayers, the mountain of answer prayers. To testify to the goodness of the Lord. Nine years after I married my wife, God visited us in a very wonderful way. Into the marriage, we discovered that my wife had multiple fibroids. There were so many that one surgery could not take it out. So, on the second occasion, I was invited to be in the surgery, and I witnessed where they took out 37 fibroids. And after that, the doctor said my wife's body was restored to the age of 18 years. Prior to that, we joined the sanctuary unit, what? Clean the church. When I say clean the church, some of you, all the ladies here, never cleaned. Because I've not talked about it, like Papa didn't talk. I just kept quiet watching. He said, Papa said we should clean. Maybe we should dress like this and come and clean the church. Where I'm staying, Christ, so far. 
somebody who is who are you richer than Okonko here doing what do we call it? He knew that after all the thirty seven five brother was taken, he needed God, was in church, joined cleaning department, cleaning, and then the wife made a vow. Is that not giving? Giving to itself. Continue. And as we were cleaning the church, God Almighty was cleaning my wife's room. 2014 Shiloh, my wife made a vow that if God will visit her with a child, we will come back here to testify to the goodness of the Lord. After that, we started having angelic visitations, and men of God started visiting us. And the last time a man of God came to our house, he said, Do you have the baby things? We said, Yes. Pastor Waka, to be precise. He said, By the next time he's coming, he will hear the cry of the baby. Next month, my wife took in, and nine months after, she delivered a bouncing baby boy. Nine years. Pregnant for all of them. Sometimes we don't, I don't know why Jesus. maybe they are going to point where I think test, Ghanaians don't have testimonies. Maybe they have to relocate to Nigeria. Your church will be big old. A church that teaches like you teach and give prophecies and ask testimonies. The day I came to your church, the testimonies alone, I was like, is this thing happening in Ghana? So now we don't share. I've told them, shows you, if you want to share those testimonies, when a person is eight months, share a testimony. True or false? So it is not like nothing is happening and we are, nobody is praying for anybody's testimony. It's because I realized that last year, I realized something. I realized that most people in this church never got the testimony. There were people outside who were connected, who were getting testimonies. I've been wondering what is because instructions that I'm giving here, they are instructless. They are what? Instruct less. So, Papa, he's, when he gets satisfied, he comes to tell us things. This is one of the stories. Is that not true? I've seen people that I told, I said, listen to our messages. The next week you call, do you listen to the message? <laughs> Papa, I don't know. I've been so busy. Now, some say, start giving. Even if it's handed, start giving it. We all started giving, what? When we had nothing. You to start giving, the 50, 100. It's a sign. Oh, my salary is too small, sir. You don't know me. I don't. You don't know, sir. Me, me. I should give. No, 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 no. I'll give, sir. You know, go and sleep. How much is hundred cities? What can hundred cities? Can hundred cities buy polish to the, the Ghana here? No, can it buy polish? Dog, can hundred cities buy polish? Just shoe polish. Can hundred cities buy? But you see, how much is it? By some expression. I don't have to, I would have taught you something. Maybe just Sunday I'll teach you a, things, a lot of things on giving. Do you hear what I'm saying? You can also sit down, like they said in Corinthians where we read. They said they were all broke and going through a lot of things, but they still gave. Out of all their brokenness or brokenness, they still gave themselves and gave their substance. I've said it, you don't give when you have, it's not when you have more that you give. When you have more, you increase your giving. That's what happens. But when you have less, you give. Why? Giving is your expression. It's the expression of your faith in God's ability to supply. If you believe God, you say you have faith in God can supply. God can supply. You can't give anything. You are lying. God, giving is a spiritual transaction. God never supplies when there is no giving. There is a reason. 
I don't have time. I would have taught you. The reason is that every one of us, we are temples of God. In the temple of God, there is offering. We, we, we give offerings in God's temple. If you are God's temple, you give offering. It's giving is part of worship. It's not a, it's not a give, don't give, give, don't give kind of thing. It's part of your worship. The same way you come and you come and pray, it's part of worship. Your worship. Teaching, preaching like this is part of worship. Giving is part of worship. That's why we take offerings. That's why we do what? You are offering something to the Lord. Is it the Lord who appears to take it? No. It's a man who takes it. So a man will take that offering. But what happens is not the man, it's the influence on that offering that matters. Why? Throughout the Old Testament, nobody gave offering that God appeared to take. He, he appeared and said, now you have given me your child, Abraham. I, I'm coming to eat the child. Uh, uh, Aaron, you've given me a bull. The Aaron, after offering as a high priest, God will appear and swallow the bull. God doesn't eat those things. But it's a sign of their reverence and their faith. That's why he told them in the Old Testament. I'll teach you things, maybe because I've stopped teaching nowadays. Have I stopped teaching? Come on, shout glory. glory. So if you play with vows, you make a vow, you run and go and hide. After I said, there are people who are so broke. You see, the, the most painful things that people too are the ones who are, who are referred to as po- po- pollution or pollutants or whatever. They are the ones who go to somebody and say, Hey, brother, Sammy, Papa, Bumpa, I remember. Me, who's you, Papa, Bosta? Me, who's you, Charlie? They are the ones who go to say that. Yet, if you check, cross-check our books, they owe for three years, owing pledges that they give, vows, New Year's seed owe, uh, whatever seed owe. In fact, they just come to stand in front for standing sake. <laughs> come on, shout glory. Some people say, man of God, love people who are rich, and all of that. Is that not what they say? So when somebody says the man of God loves them, it is true. Oh, man of God loves rich people and all that. Even God loves a cheerful giver. God loves who? A giver. When you see God swearing, the first swearing, one of the first swearing was because of giving. When he swore about Melchizedek, about the high priest of Jesus, it was because of giving. He swore again, by myself have I sworn. It was because somebody gave. It wasn't because somebody prayed. It was because somebody gave. The very time Abraham had a son was because Abraham had given God food to eat. You read through the scriptures. You don't read scriptures. When we are talking, you are like, Papa. You see, this is a teaching church. Take the word of God as we give to you. If you have questions, ask us. We will answer. Take and practice that one. Don't sit up there and just watch, watch. Else you won't get anything out of it. You won't get anything. It's a teaching and prophetic ministry. Prophecies are answered through God's word. Prophecies are anchored on the word of God. Not just prophetic. Mommy gave me a prophetic. Why is that the same mommy gave others prophetic about children and they have their, they are pregnant now? Waiting for the eighth month to, about four girls. Seven months. So if you say, why mommy gave me a prophecy? I don't understand. Maybe what they are doing is even what you should do. So when we give instructions like this, like teaching like this, we are talking about giving yourself, is that not true? Without giving your substance. You are talking a whole lot of things. You are following the messages. You will get to know what you should do. You get to know. Some of you, maybe you are in the wrong department. 
when we call for outreach, that is when you, your, your husband or your wife will say, oh, no, you see, today is Saturday, let's enjoy ourselves. It's Saturday. You are going for outreach and leaving me again. You say, okay, okay, okay. Then you are following. Why don't you all join us, your husband and wife? Let's go for outreach. Is that not true? To be part of all wearing your t-shirt. Ah, uh, I thought I'll hear glory to that one, Brother Gabby. Are you, are you guys already tired? You are tired. We should close and go home. Or this message is like a, it should be the throne of grace. It's not, this is not a weird, a message where you are now going to search. Is that not true? You look at yourself and see how committed you are. Whether you are committed or you are not committed. Is that not true? Whether you are giving yourself, whether you are saying, I don't have much, I can't give. I have much, I can't give. As long, let me show you a scripture. Can I show you a scripture? Yes, sir. So have we talked about giving yourself? Yes, sir. Go to giving your substance. Go to Second Corinthians chapter 9, from verse 6 to 9. I want to make sure I finish this too. Then I'll talk about giving to your man of God next time. That's a message I don't think I've preached. I've ever preached before. These ones have preached them over and over. I'm even still preaching them in our partnership meetings. So you can check our partnership meetings, the communication of giving, effectuating the blessing. You can also decide that Papa said we should check. I won't check. But my problem is, when I become big, don't envy me. When you see me in fleet of cars, they are all coming. Don't say, Yesika no, they are kotoka. Two of us. Know that what I was doing, you were not doing the same. We call for a fast, you eat. We call for prayer meeting, you sleep. We call for meditation, you meditate. We call for anything, you are not part. At the end of the year, you go and sit somewhere and be talking. After two or three years, when Pastor Obed and I and Pastor Fair, we have become so big and, and, and people are bringing us things and some of you are even big doctors, you want to become a pastor. And some of the, where are the ladies on the front line? Sister Steph will become a pastor and all of them are going we have become pastors and we are, we are, we are, we are looking back at how far God has brought us and all that. You, that, that time you'll be in a corner. One man of God said something. He said somebody brought him a beetle many years ago. A beetle. That small car. Uh, that small car. Many years ago. And his friends were having cars. Yeah, Volkswagen and others. At that time. Many years ago in the 80s. They brought him a beetle. And was so happy about the beating. Was running around the beating. I said, God, you have done it. You have done it. And said, so the man of God called him and said, Bishop, I've heard you've gotten a beating. He said, Yes, sir. God has done it. He said, a beating? What are you doing with the beating? Lagadosh. Because be- that man of God who called him, he couldn't see God in the beating. He saw beating as, Oh, this is a small car. Why would somebody give it? And somebody gave it to him. <laughs> In his testimony, he says, we have, we have crossed that line long time ago. Now we are flying in the air. And they are saying, how did he get there? How did he get there? By the time he had the beating, he was appreciating God and still loving God. To the point where he drove the beating and even sold the beating and sold the money into the church. <laughs> he said, all those people who were with them at that time, they don't know where they are again. Most of them left the ministry. Some were ministers. They left. They said, oh, we can't follow. We can't follow. They are in a corner somewhere watching us everywhere on the screen around the world. May your story not become like that. After Papa's teaching on, on giving yourself, you are giving yourself. After all these things that we are talking about, you take them serious. I'm not a hypocrite. I don't preach things I don't practice. I don't. 
Some people say, man of God, I say that we are the few, we are, we are the few men of God that you can have an issue with the house and come to our house and stay there. We are, the, we are almost the few. The few. I've been to churches. You can't go to any pastor, whether the pastor is even in, hiding in some corner somewhere, in a, a kiosk somewhere and say, oh, Charlie, and the person will say, come and stay. No. No. Almost every year, we have somebody who comes because of maybe something, something. So, you just be around, just be around. When you are ready, you go. Almost every year. It is not bad. Is it bad? But we are just almost a few. If you, after that, you think, oh, eh, Baba P is a bad person. Ramomi is not good at all. And all that. One day, I'll let somebody open their room for you to go and stay and see something. You carry your bag and run away. People don't like what is genuine. They want me to come and say, all of you, lie down. I'm giving you a cup of petrol. When you drink, you'll be shocked what will happen. I won't give you petrol. I'll give you the word. My interest is that take the word of God I'm giving you. Take the word of God I'm giving you. Take it serious. I have seen a lot of lives change. I've seen a lot of lives change. But I've come to realize that what God wants to do in this ministry is to grow, get people to grow. Not just get people to just take testimony. Testimony is part. Miracles are part. But where are all the people who got the testimonies? Immaturity has made them live with the testimony. True or false? I needed a child. There was a couple who came to us. They needed a child. The child, we prayed for them. They got, they got pregnant. They were there where they, they miscarried again. Then they ran back. Papa, crying, crying, crying. Then mommy prayed for them again. They got pregnant again. And gave birth to a boy. Not even Thanksgiving testimony. Is that true or false? And kept on calling. And when the most amazing thing something, you don't understand ministry. When they call to you, you pick up. Me, I don't, don't, people don't call me. I don't know why. But they don't call me at all. My phone, I don't see phone calls. Missed calls. Is that not true? <laughs> they call Almighty One Mommy. What? The title I gave you, I've forgotten now. Is that not true? Unshakable. But, they will call. They kept on calling. They will call, call. Now I'm in the fifth month. Pray for me. In the name of Jesus, we command this child safe. Now I'm in the seventh month. Pray for me. Can you pay for a child? Can you pay for it? Is there a giving you can give after four years of not having a child? And is there a giving you can give that amounts to getting a baby? Is there a giving like that? No, is there a giving like that? Or maybe when you go to the hospital, it is free. You go to hospital, they say it's free. We will check you for free. If you do IVF or in vitro, whatever, it is also free. Maybe there is a, a, a insurance covers it in Ghana. Or something like that. So after calling one month, three months, four months, six months, seven months, eight months, nine months, it's even just nice that after delivering, mommy, I've delivered successfully. Thank you very much. We will come and say hello. Is that not true? You don't come with money. We don't need your money. Do we need your money? Just come and say, oh, thank you. Papa, pray for the child. Oh, me. You hear until the child's leg is shaking somewhere. Well, mommy, the child that you prayed, the child, yes, you remember my first one, the leg is shaking now. Can you please pray again? What kind of Christianity is this? We have something to do. Don't you have a work to do? What do you guys think? Abby, don't you have a work to do? You have a lot of work to do. You'll never hear until something happens again. Some of them, you have to speak in terms on the bed, the hospital bed, 
what they are about to push. All of that becomes a responsibility of a man of God. Sometimes the husband who is all going, uh, is somewhere eating wachi. While the wife is about to say, oh, don't worry, it will be successful. Even when we ask prophesy, he's eating wachi. Then they'll call one moment, we will be praying. Magalagos, magalagos, magalagos. I hope I don't even pray some sometimes. You channel it to him to just do one or two declarations. I'm with me, going and coming. Some people just because of testimony, testimony, to just come and say, God has done it. Say, after the eighth month, say everything is, then they run and go and chalk. Everything is now in place. When I check the doctor, they go, ah, what kind of thing is this? <laughs> is that Christianity also? I said, is that Christianity? That is traditional religion. Is that traditional religion? When you do that, God won't punish you. Nobody will punish you. But as you are still, you still keep living. You are 35. You are 30. You keep going. When you are 40, you will need God. Maybe you will not even come to this church. But you will need God's intervention somewhere. See, Jesus said, did that not pray for about 10 of those men who went? Did I pray? How many people came? One person came. If he was not concerned, why would he say it? That they didn't come and testify or they didn't come back to him to thank him. Why? So we joke about things like this. Like this, like we are talking. It looks like, oh, Papa P. is talking plenty. I'm sharing with you how to increase in grace. Is that not true? Yes, These are all things you must check if you want to increase in grace. Giving yourself. If you are giving yourself and the Spirit of God does something big in your life and you get a job, powerful job, or a powerful contract, will it be difficult for you to come and testify? Somebody testified and testified for himself. In this, <laughs> Pastor is the only one who remembers that. Come and testify. We are here to thank the Lord for what is done in our lives. It is all God's grace. In fact, what we've gone through, is that not true? The person testified, it's like he was the God who did it himself. I don't know, they were all sure, is this a testimony to? <laughs> uh, strange things have happened though, is that not true? When you say it, church people say, man of God likes talking about it, it's true. Is that not true? Could have I taught you something today? Bridget, have you heard something? It's very important. Check a lot of things. Check a lot of things. You want God to bless you mightily. I know God will bless me so much. In fact, I don't, people, are, people are the ones who have dreams and tell me how big God will bless me. Some have dreams where I have so much money I don't know what to even do. Some have dreams where they... So in fact, some people even have dreams where they say they were having a crusade. And they came to the crusade and when they were drawing closer, they said, ah, that's Papa Pio. Hey, this man looks like Pastor Chris. Somebody, somebody in somebody's workplace had a dream about me. I've never met that young man till today. I've never met him. He went to sleep and had a dream about me. And it happens often. They say when we went to a crusade, the people, the whole place was packed. When we checked, we thought it was Pastor Chris crusade. When we entered the place, as we were doing closer, we saw it. Ah, it was Pastor Prince. Sometimes when they say, I said, God is just trying to tell them that this young boy working is not playing, you know. It's not, we are not playing. Are we playing in this church? We are not playing. We are, we are making waves for the great happening. That will shake the whole world. Be part of it. 
Make sure you are committed to God's cause. Love Him. Love God to the point where you can't disobey Him. Where you tell yourself, I can't disappoint you. You don't have to be a man of God to be fully committed to God. Say, because Papa has not appointed me a leader. You are so committed. Everything of yours is God's. We are working on this. Everything is God. People say, Charlie, after this, your card is very nice. So, Charlie, that's God. Though. That's God. You're not now doing coming to show us your suit and the car and all that. That's God. That's God at work. They say, Charlie, now you are looking very handsome. Look at your suit. And it's true. Nowadays, your suit is uh, you. So, that's this God. This God's great. That's great at work. That's God. You give glory to God. Is that not true? You are, something, you are sitting down and just look at how far God has gone and say, Father, we thank you. They must not be tanting tangible before. Some of you don't can't even thank God. When, when every thought of God is anger. God didn't give me this. It's two years now. Meanwhile, we are blaming God for what if God says he's blaming us. He says, he says bring, your, bring your case and let's, let's handle it. You bring your case. You will run, you will wear your heels. If God is saying bring your case and let us argue. You won't have one thing to say. Some of you, all the things I'm saying, you know you don't come to church. You know you're not dedicated. You know all the things I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying. You don't have any department. You know. You even know that if right now God has done it for you, we will see you in church. As we are talking, you know within your heart. God told me something like that last year. He said, this one, if you get, ah, you don't have to. Sometimes I'm in church preaching and God tell me, this one, this preaching you're preaching after that, you won't see him again. I said that there was a guy and a lady who came like that one day in our conference. I said, these people won't come to our church again. They're all looking at me as if I... That was after we were done, I said, as I was preaching, God said, this one won't come to your church again. They don't want these kind of messages. <laughs> Has the person entered to today? Your heart is open. You don't think, as I'm speaking to you, as you are, your heart is so open to me. It's opened. Whether you are taking it or you are rejecting it, I can tell you. Where you reject it, I can tell you. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not prophetic. It's a simple work. Simple mathematical equation. We caught it in a room somewhere. These things we caught it. I was in Obes. Obes. Where was that? Pensai. Many years ago. I called all of them forward in the queue. This is what is in your heart. This, 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 this. this it is true. You remember that day with Dolly and all? It is true. Remember this is true. It is true. Some of them, some of them face the disappointment they should face. Then they face it. But they are married now. So I'm, I just was just reading their heart. I said, let me read your heart today. It's heart reading today. So you know when God says he knows your heart, everybody here, he knows it. And this is to help you. This is to do what? Help you. If you can't submit to my, submit to my word, you can't submit to your husband. Is that true? If you submit to your husband, you will definitely, because you submit to your husband as the head, you definitely submit to me as the head of the church, two of us. It, it runs like that. It is not, some of you cry, your workplace is Azan, you, you don't submit to any of your boss. You are just being Azan for money. <laughs> Dog, is that not true? <laughs> you, are just, you are just meeting requirements. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 9. Let me close with this. Is that not powerful? So I said, giving yourself through, giving your substance, and then we close. Is that not powerful? Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 9. Love, be busy loving God. Look at the person, be busy loving God. Be busy loving. We were in church doing Bible studies. There was a lady at the back there. i never forget that. I entered the place. The lady was on the phone. Was on Facebook. We were busy doing Bible studies. Meanwhile, this lady too was coming because she wanted us to pray for a testimony. She wanted mommy to pray. So once a while she came to say she was on Facebook, answering Facebook. 
I called Pastor Obi. I said, Obed, Pastor Obi, come. Obi came. I said, look, oh, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, two or false. So I was getting a witness. He came to stand there. He, che- <laughs> he checked like that. The lady was on Facebook. He looked at my face. Whilst we were busy doing Bible studies in church, the lady was on, busy on Facebook. But these are things I've talked about every time. Facebook, Instagram. Spend time with the Lord. Go to Instagram to hear a message. Go to Facebook to hear a message. Spend time. Love God. Let Him promote you. The Bible says promotion does not come from the east or from the west. It comes from the Lord. God can promote us. Some of you are sitting down here. You have no idea in the next four years where, as we are talking, it's like you are playing. Some of you think you are playing, but some of you too. In the next three or four years, by the time we are doing something, do you know that what will have happened? You'll be, you'll be, maybe God has planned that you are the one to sponsor all the crusades. Some of you. Some of you, as we are sitting down, we are talking like, you think everybody is thinking like you. Everybody is not thinking like you. Some are planning things in their heads. Is that not true? Are you not planning something, Brother Lash? You are planning a coup d'etat. It's a supernatural coup d'etat. Not a coup d'etat type. I want to shout glory. Glory. Yeah, you are planning a coup d'etat. Say, Papa, I'm taking over this. Some two are like, uh, Papa, what they're saying is true, is true. It doesn't matter your level in life. I've said it, those days I used to say it a lot. It doesn't matter where you are sleeping today, you are staying today, where you are. It doesn't matter your level. If you take God's word serious, He will lift you. He is the, he's the only one who can lift people. He's the only one. He can lift you, put you at a place where you can't explain. If you take this thing serious and become serious with the Lord, there are prayers you won't pray. We begin to have good dreams at once. We won't deliver you. You begin to have, you see angels just attending to you in your sleep. You are too useful to God. You are too what? See, if a man therefore will purge himself from this, shall be a vessel unto honor, qualified for the master's use. A vessel unto honor. A vessel that brings honor to the Lord. That's what the Bible says. A vessel that God looks at this one brings honor. Even in a family, we have children that don't bring any honor. Two of us. We also have children that bring honor. When the child that brings honor is coming, you see the parent happy. All of them are happy. Hey, when they see it's like they've seen the king of the house. The one who doesn't bring any honor to when he's coming, they know they are some neighbor. Once they see him, maybe a police is coming with him. Or a friend is coming with him. Something is about to happen. They are all looking for a place to hide. So in a home like this, church setting like this, there are vessels unto dishonor and there are vessels unto honor. It depends on you, the individual, how you position yourself. Did you hear what I said? Unto honor. The best thing you can do is just love God and live for Him and be dedicated to Him. Everything about God concerns you. You may not have much or you may not have all the time. But you don't play with the time that you are giving to the Lord. You don't have much to give. But the little you give, you have, you are giving out of it. Like the widow. You are telling the God, as you bless me more, I will increase my giving. I will do more for you. In fact, Papa P said we should have a vision, a financial vision. I have withdrawn a financial vision. In the next five years, I should be the one doing this and that for WCN. And I vow to do that. Talk to us. You are talking to God with a sincere heart. You will be shocked. Within one year, you will be moved from uh, where? Places. 
Come on, shout glory.